0: The Mixed Bag, on the After Reality Podcast Network.
1: He is the coordinator of awesome, Will Simmons.
0: And he's our host of the After Reality Podcast, Spencer Killey. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm no more, I'm, I'm no more qualified than that. Uh, welcome back to the mixed bag podcast here on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at Fantasy for Reality, fantasy the numeral reality.com. That's where we play all of our fantasy games. It's where Will and I are playing Survivor with friend of the pod, Kenny Browder, to where Kate and I are playing the new Bachelor in Paradise game. It's a banger, Well, and I think you might like the new format of Paradise only one night a week, not four hours a week, just one night a week. Um, but, uh, plenty to talk about here we're gonna talk survivor if we have time we may talk some odds and ends from other reality shows i know salt lake city started this week uh blow deck med is is rolling along i have some thoughts on that that i kind of want to want to get out there unfortunately i didn't get to the southern charm finale i know you did um but uh quite a bit of stuff going on and we are a couple weeks a couple weeks out from the challenge being back which is exciting uh yeah anyhow now the trailer looks great i said a lot but will what is the good word
0: uh yeah good good stuff all around uh sucks we ended we didn't talk about the last episode of big brother uh with the finale of that oh, well let's talk about it yeah um i feel like all three deserved to be in the final which is great we actually get a a victor that deserved it um i do think taylor's uh arrogance kind of kind of turned me off by the end of it because you just tell she was just like yeah i'm going to the final and somebody's taking me and i'm gonna win this thing and it's kind of like all right cool and monty screwed it up for himself by taking her because she was going to win over him the whole time. I think Turner had a better shot at beating her, but still may have lost to her. So Monty and Turner were the only two options to win uh, by taking by Monty takes Turner. So, uh, but still great, great win by her. She earned it. She stayed on the block. So many times came off of it. One uh, really, really uh, pulled her own weight in the, the show. So
1: like kudos to her. Um, but she I was really pulling for Turner. I thought per- Turner had a shot. <laughs> she gave a great beauty pageant speech at the end. Well, done on that, uh, All she had sure. to do was talk about world peas um mm-hmm. and but you're right. Uh Monty takes Turner. He still might not win, but has a probably a better shot. Better shot. Or yeah. we have, it's more probably a split vote. Um because I mean, he puts Taylor over there Taylor probably still votes for Monty. Um so like that's putting a vote over there for for yourself and but in yeah. in, in, in turn Monty or excuse me, Turner was the only one that voted for Monty. Out yep. of the entire cast, yep. Which I I don't disagree that Taylor deserved to win more than Monty. I would have thought it might have been a little closer. Um, yeah, the the speech kind of just wrapped it all up, and I, I almost felt like people were guilted into voting for her in in in, in some form or fashion. And, but they did. She won. She survived a lot early on. Got yep. almost almost easier for her as the show went on. Um really like Turner. I would like to see Turner back yeah. on a on another season. Next time yeah, for sure. next time season twenty five. I wonder if we do uh something different than the norm for season twenty-five next time.
0: That'd be great. Um I agreed Taylor's speech was awesome. Uh she nailed that part. I actually watched a little bit of a uh, Cody California California California. and uh Derek podcast. uh podcasted it after it. It was like four hours long some crazy pieces of it. And they both agreed that she gave like one of the Best speeches of all of all the Big Brother finale speeches of all time. It was very cohesive, very succinct. And she, they said that Monty basically answered the same different questions with the same answers. And basically shot himself in the foot and didn't want to take uh, take full credit for that Michael uh, eviction, which was probably his biggest move outside of being HOH. So it was going to look like yeah, self in favors. But you know, still uh, everyone's pretty stoked. Um, I do agree Turner should come back in some form. He played the game great. Um, it was great, just great good, good TV. All of his Jasmine, you know, quips are always fun to hear. So. But I think his vote was a bitter juror, but also because he left, but also like Monty was his boy and, you know, stick with it.
1: Yeah. Well, he still voted for Monty, even though Monty sent him out of the house. So he wasn't bitter, right?
0: No, no, no. I think bitter. That's why he gave Monty the vote, not to Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. I think because he's Monty's boy and it was like, oh, whatever. I'm not giving Taylor my vote. She is, you know, she. I also think that Monty sweetened up to Taylor right at the end. Taylor sweetened up to Monty. And I think that also helped him out a little bit. Like, oh, I've got to keep her around. But she's.
1: Her and Joseph are pursuing something now. That's weird. Yeah,
0: that's weird. But good season all around. I'm sucked. Sad to see it go because, like, I really this. I think every episode of the season was like really interesting to watch. Um, There's always something going on.
1: Yeah. Before we dive into the rest of the pod and get right into Survivor episode two, you want to remind everybody where they can find us on the interwebs.
0: Follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV Podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on the After Reality Podcast. Subscribe wherever you download them. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, or Stitcher. your our website, afterrealitypodcast.com.
1: Very good. So we are back here on Survivor. Episode two, we... Episode one was a lot of story. Like, introducing us to these people. Uh, we're coming off of Mariah going home. Uh, Owen... Understandably a little antsy, scared about what happened uh, at the tri- at the tribal. Really, he only got a vote from, from Mariah, but yeah. feeling bonded, feeling trust with uh, his crew, Gabler, Ellie, Janine, and Sammy. Um, and that, that crew got, well, all these people got a real quick indoctrination into what it's like to be without shelter in a pouring down rain. Like, this looked miserable, and it, it really seemed to really affect Gabler well.
0: Absolutely. no i I got a little worried because I, I chose him pretty early, pretty high on him, and I watched him kind of like, "Oh man, this is a lot tougher on me uh that's that storm was vicious, which you know it's funny because like sometimes the storms don't come really come to the middle of the end of the season, just so early on, and they're still not really in the shit yet when it comes the survivors, so um yeah, I got a real dose of what for the next month or so if he's he last
1: yeah I mean he gabo has been through some stuff in life, and he he Said this was one of the roughest nights of his life, and he, I couldn't really figure out why oh, he's so nauseous. I don't know what happened to cause the nausea. I, w- I was—I would actually have been a little concerned if I had been out there.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could be—you know—lack of eating, you know, uh, stress, anxiety, you know, all that stuff at once. Um, I don't know. It sucks. But he seemed—he seemed to, he seemed to be, come through it though. He didn't. I thought he was going to bow out. I'm like, oh, he's about
1: to leave. <laughs> yeah, I was going to be real disappointed. Do you the other fantasy league that that uh, do, or do you have Gabler in that league? Um, I believe I do. Um, I know we were both high on them coming into the season. I think we both ranked at number one in our fantasy for reality rankings. But, yeah, uh,
0: I've got Gabler, Gabler, Owen and Ryan.
1: Speaking of Owen, yeah, he, he kind of came to us this week. He's like, Hey, I'm kind of a lovable curmudgeon. I'm trying to keep the curmudgeon part under wraps, which I kind of appreciated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what he was doing with trying to walk with that large pot of water all by himself. <laughs> it's like, this Spilling just, everywhere. Uh, doesn't look like a good idea. and, also, like, not that much water goes into that really uh, shallow pot. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, he's doing that. He's doing the work. Janine and Ellie are out looking for idols, and they're they're trying to pick a third. Is it going to be Sammy? Is it going to be Owen? Seems to be Gabler is kind of on the outs. So is kind of the stage yep. to sit there with the with the Baca tribe after yep. having been the one to send somebody home last week.
0: Yeah, is going to like we said last week. You know, he's the target guy.
1: It's always how it works. And then you, they're over at Vessi. That's the Red Tribe. Uh, Dwight and Jesse, they are also out looking for idols and feeling like, hey, it's them and Noel and Justine. And then Jesse also feeling connected to Cody and Nyeka. Like, it, it seems to have quasi-clicks over there, which we get to see come to fruition later on in the episode. Uh, Dwight's an interesting character over there on, 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 with that group. I, I, I can't quite read him.
0: Seems kind of like a uh, just a goofy nerdy guy. That's very young, very uh, young, but like yeah. sm- really smart, but like just goofy as shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I have a question for you. Like Cody is this wild guy? Like he seems to be just out there to have more fun than anyone else, diving off a of rock. Have we ever had someone on Survivor like this before? That's just there to have have a party for one. I, I don't know of anyone. It's it's a very but unique, guy. So I mean, no one seems that determined to have an awesome time out there.
0: Yeah. Which is funny that they're like, Oh, he's odd card because he's like having fun out there. We shouldn't trust him. I'm like, or he's the guy you want because he is, you know, because he is having fun. Right. He's like, he's here to play.
1: Yeah. I mean, we got some perspective on him. Uh, he's kind of got that, that Ricky Bobby mentality. And he's like, I'm, yeah, I'm playing survivor hard and fast and having a good time. And it's the way I live my life. And I'm, I hope he hangs around. Cause I think he's going to be super interesting to watch. Yeah. No, I, I feel the same way. Yeah. we didn't get that much on the Blue Tribe this week. Uh, kind of a, a nope. blind spot for us. Got a little bit of Geo. Got a little bit of Ryan. Um, the interesting part was they knew each other before the show. Like, how did this happen? Like, did how you... they? I thought they said they they thought they felt like they knew each other before the show. No, he said like like they were like we we knew each other since before Survivor, which is just bizarre. Also like Why did I miss this maybe, maybe they know each other like really well I don't know I'm, I'm curious to learn more about that and like uh, you would certainly think that that really solidifies that relationship and that type of alliance between the two people they have a pre-existing relationship
0: right. um, um wait hold on. I'm looking this up i don't think I don't think they knew I don't remember them saying that. Um, that's I'm almost lying. positive that born that, three months premature and thirty. That's uh, the guys are getting to know each other. Blah, uh, you know, number one. I mean, you really know but, uh, you're a smart person. I
1: don't. I don't know. We we can follow huh. up on on, yeah. on that next next time around. But I I'm I'm almost positive that that's what I heard and. Real really interesting uh, if if that that kind of plays out let's talk about the immunity challenge though uh yep. obviously obviously two winners gonna have gonna be here it's like survivor challenge always multi-stage this was super multi-stage like, yeah. swim to this tall cage up and over the cage acquire this what i think was later described as a 400 pound snake get yeah. it out of the cage drag it to a table release some tiles out of the snake like their eggs and use the tiles to solve a combination lock and then two people have to do a massive 3d puzzle it, like, that's a lot of steps and a lot of equal, e- equalization along the way. And also playing for some, some fishing gear as we go. Uh, Noelle, who we think is a really great athlete, but she's also the, the, the Paralympian, is, is on the sit-out bench, which I'm kind of anxious to see how um, her disability does or does not uh, play out here on Survivor. And then Carla, who looks to be one of the we- weaker players physically, uh, sits out. The, the challenge as well. I don't uh, do you, any, any thoughts or opinions there on Noel? I mean, I,
0: I feel like it's something she's going to be better at than others. And I feel like maybe, I mean, she looked at this and was like, probably not my strongest, you know, uh, game to play in. But after watching uh, her team struggle, like they did, she's like, fuck, I could have done this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, hindsight's 2020, 20, but it does, you know, sometimes it does suck that you have to sit on these games, but I wonder if this is going to, if after this, she's like, ever right. Or if, even if she doesn't, she knows she's not going to be as effective. I guess But I don't know. It's interesting. This is the first time for this in my, that I know of.
1: Yeah. I, but I mean, this 400 pound snake seems to be the real bear of this thing. Uh, the yellow oh, and Blue totally. team get, get out early. Gabler. Like I thought the guy was going to die there, which I'm, I'm still just yeah. super bummed for him because I'm so high on him. I, I'm hoping he bounces back. Uh, the red team really struggled with the snake, and really put themselves so far behind that they had no chance of winning. Usually, that's like, yeah. Usually, that's not the case, but they were so far behind. Um, mm-hmm. Baca gets there. Janine and Ellie do the work. They win the thing. Uh, Coco kind of gets in the mix. Lindsay and Cassidy do the damn thing for them, and uh, Baca wins. Coco claims a second. Fessy's going to, to, to tribal. And it was a tough look for for the red team. And, and we, we get a lot more of them, uh, both at camp and at tribal. Uh, before we we go there, the, I mentioned they won this, the, this fishing gear. They made this big mm-hmm. deal about Gabler not knowing how to use the Singapore sling. And – I was felt for sure he was going to go lose it, but that never happened. Didn't it feel like that was a typical survivor there with that? They were telling us that so we could see him lose it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's funny how they're all just shitting on this guy all of a sudden. And it's like, wow, does anyone else know how to use a Singapore sling? I actually Googled a YouTube video of what's the difference between that and the um, other type of fishing rod they could have used. And honestly, I probably would have taken a few tries before I figured out I'm like, oh yeah, this is how it works.
1: Yeah. The Singapore <laughs> like, sling Who fishes with this. Who the fishes ding-a-ling? with this? Like normally. <laughs> <laughs> uh so he fishes. These people are digging through his stuff while he's out no, there. So fucked up. <laughs> like, re- like I feel like you. I mean, I, 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 in recent years have learned like it's within the rules to look through people's stuff. You just are. It's forbidden to steal their stuff.
0: Yeah, which I was really interested in because I'm like, they find they find
1: it, and they're like, are they just going to take it from the guy now? It, th- it, that is strictly forbidden. Okay. Um, but. I don't like. I don't like people going through people's stuff. Like, didn't they? Didn't they see stripes? Didn't they see Francis Sawyer in stripes? I don't. I don't like people touching me and my stuff. And I kill you. I'll kill you. Yeah. But uh, lighten up, Francis. (laughs) Yeah. One of these days, one of these guys might save your life. Then again, maybe not. Uh, Great movie. After the challenge, we go. We'll go back over to to it was really kind of uh, tense at times, and the talk amongst everyone seems to be that Nyeka didn't do well at the challenge. She needs to be the one going home. What are your thoughts just from the, not knowing anything else, but at that point, like, is she the right candidate?
0: I mean, I, I, at, at this point, you don't want to be the team that's always losing. So strengthening your team uh, does make sense at this point. But I also understand the kind of the aspect of who's really helped me out in the long run and will a strong player help you out in the long run? Probably not. They're probably going to target you. So, uh, I did stand the running Alpine, but I'm, a, but also, you know, Anika is probably one of the easiest people on the Island to get along with <laughs> and probably work with. Um, so I, it's kind of unfair, but cause she's not great at physical challenges, but there's parts of this game as we know.
1: Yeah, I, it, it was interesting how this broke down. It seemed to be like two girls, two guys and a pizza plate. No. Um, and then Anika yeah. and, and Dwight on the outside. Um, but then Jesse's got this concern that Justine is a bigger threat than Nika, and Justine is like, has, has openly told people that she's a good liar. But what is that? Well, who yeah. tells people that? In, in, life, yeah, or it's, in it's, life, or in
0: life, or in Survivor, John Yeah, my best quality. I'm a great liar. You know, <laughs> I'm really great at sales, uh, and I'm a good liar. Yeah, I like the way Cody was like, you can't trust her. She's in sales, and he's a salesman himself. Yeah. He, he's, <laughs> he, he's selling that. <laughs> Sold it you yeah. bought it yeah. um but i do i do think jesse had a great point here which is kind of go back to what i was saying like hey anika is going to be a lot easier to work with because she's probably going to be as a weaker person that needs help right so she's willing to work with you where justine's like fuck you this person sucks i want him out of here and honestly it was weird that justine and uh, noelle were both two girls were both getting on a girl out. you know that sometimes that doesn't really happen until the very end usually they were ready for her to go
1: yeah uh then Old Cody, Cody, he, he stumbles across this beware advantage. What'd you take on you kind know, of what plays out there? That shit was fucking cruel.
0: <laughs> like, you have to do it right now or you lose your vote. Like, that sucks. So, but once again, you know, you have to take risks in this game and he loves the L I V I N. So, why not?
1: I mean, the the social skills necessary to acquire those beads from his tribe mates, no, no small task. Uh, they had to be willingly given to him. He he greatly benefited from telling a couple people because they, yeah. help, they help. They were able to help him with the charade of decorating his hat.
0: Right. Also, you know, like that. If you're gonna willing to help him, that vote that he's using is likely not against you. You know, if he's willing to tell you about it. So, exactly. And um, I, but I, I, also did, think, I didn't think oh, no, I didn't sorry.
1: I didn't think Noel was gonna play ball. I really didn't. no.
0: <laughs> so I made a bracelet. Look at me, my bracelet. Um. I mean, it was obviously great TV editing that we don't find out how it works out until the very end. But um, yeah, no, it was crazy. And it's funny how he already had the hat. I'm like, how perfect is it? that one person on this team that actually found it actually has
1: something that it like makes sense to kind of decorate. So and he's just back home in Hawaii making prom, palm fron hats for people. Yeah. And it, hey, it's a, it's a big hat. It's funny. It's a, it's is, he hat. Yeah. is he from Hawaii?
0: Or does he just live there now? I think, I he, just, think, he's,
1: just, he's, I think he just lives there
0: because he's got a real rough and tumble like South voice. Like
1: yeah he and i think geo all i think i think geo also lives there yeah i just looked up geo yeah. does live there
0: so this would also be against your notion that he and ryan know each other because ryan lives in el paso <laughs>
1: good good call out <laughs> i'm 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 still wanting to know more about i feel that. like
0: I feel like they just talked about how they knew each other. They feel like they know each other. They brought that up a lot. Cause it was a whole, that's one of the few things we saw with the cocoa tribe was like, they, how much they felt like they were friendly. They knew each other from the past life or something like that. So either way they're, they're buddies. That's all that matters at this point. So.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's go to tribal council. Like Cody's wearing that hat. We have no Gotta idea. The if, hat. We have no idea if it's fully equipped, right? Hey, no, nope. if he gets to wear the shirt then I get to wear the hat. <laughs> um, see how many, see how many movies I can quote here uh, as we talk <laughs> about this. Um, we hear well, this that Cody- angers
0: people. There's a story about it. I'll tell you about it in a car. Uncle Buck. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: we we hear Cody and Yaka are together. Noelle and Justine are a pair. So that really just leaves us with what are Dwight and Jesse going to do? Are okay. they their own pair? Are they latched on with others? Is it three pairs? Is it two trios? Is it a four and a two? We like who knows? Do we, yeah. we don't know. <laughs> um and Jeff straight up is asking why Dwight told everyone all of his info and that he lost his vote. I mean, what, what's your take? Like, why why, why does he make that vote?
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Uh <laughs> Dwight, I mean, I understand Dwight's move there. I like the way Jeff calls him out on it. He's just like, why the hell are you doing this? And I think Dwight's just kind of being the younger and like some naivete, naivete there, where he's like, I'm going to be honest with him. Gabler did the same thing, though. We can't say that it didn't, that Dwight is a fool because D- Gabler did the same thing. Annie he actually had, she had a, a, um, an idol that he gets to use in the first two weeks of being in the tribal. But Dwight's saying, coming back and saying, I lost my vote, like, that's just a stupid move because now you are an easy target or just someone no one's going to work with. And actually, it turned out no one was willing to work with him because he doesn't have a vote. So who cares? Right. So, uh, I feel like Gabler's move made more sense in a way, where Dwight's doesn't make any sense at all because you just kinda like tie one arm behind your back for no reason. So
1: Yeah, and re- remember when Dwight came back and told this story, nobody believed him. when they did believe no. Gabler. Or seemed he had something to show for it. Seemed to to believe believe Gabler a little more because Gabler went off and was like, woohoo, off on the side when he when he got to no. realize yeah. that joy. Yeah. And and we do know that like that his his Gabler's thing is still good for the next time that Yellow goes to travel,
0: he yeah, which is pretty great for him, yeah, especially.
1: Which I mean, if they ro- if if they they play well, that could he be good. For, it for it could while. be good for a really long time, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it could I mean potential merge or something like that, right? I mean, yeah, if, could it could potentially be at
1: two tribes, at one tribe, yeah. like that would be a really handy thing to have when you when you get down if if you made it to merge holding that still. Um, yeah.
0: I feel, and I feel like that team collectively is is solid enough to win. Um, you know they have key pieces like they have that what young guy that like Sammy. the first two Vince Sammy, you know the first time like they have enough pieces there to be a decent team. Uh, so it could really work out, but um, yeah. Uh, I I really enjoy Jeffing the Dwight thing too because I'm like he's like because it just doesn't make sense. It's too early to to kind of show all your cards like that. So
1: yeah, so the, Jeff like. Really, really pressing on people around uh, what's at play here, what advantages might be at play, and but and nothing really shakes out. That but Naked gets one vote, Justine gets one vote, Cody gets one vote, and I was like, oh gosh, what what is yeah. going to happen here? Uh, and then I mean, it- there was talk there. There was
0: talk about giving throwing Cody most amount of votes, right? That way, if some he somebody played rock, played rocks or whatever, like he would be up for eviction or something like that. So there was one call out of that split three like that. And you only had two more votes. It's like, what's the point?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so obvious that three people are on the same page. Uh, Actually. And, and the other two on the outs, Uh, Noel, Noel voted for Nika. So she wasn't in the know. Um, Co- well, actually, how did the votes go? I I don't have a vote for who Justine voted for. Maybe she also voted for Nyanka? Uh There's there's six people. I only have one or five accounted for. I had three for Justine. I'm going to do a quick quick search Justine, on Justine.
0: I think Justine voted for Cody.
1: Oh, So did Cody have two votes on him?
0: Yeah, because only five voted, right? So oh, one you're right. Nyanka, two Cody.
1: Dwight was not the one that voted. Justine was the one that voted for Cody. You're right. Yeah, exactly. I just yeah. had my notes were so, a little off because Dwight doesn't have a vote. But
0: no, it's worthless. Dwight is worthless this, this week. Yeah.
1: But th- those beads really came together for Cody at the at the right t- Right time could have been pretty dicey had they not. Uh,
0: so now that we know that Noel just did give up the beads, when do you think it's exposed that that's what it was for? Um, Do you hold on to that knowledge for yourself. Thing? I think so. I, I don't think. I mean, I he's, he's told a couple people, so he can't actually. I mean, it's not just on Cody to tell, but I think I think
1: Cody, Nika, and Jesse roll with that info. Yeah, for sure. And and Noel and Dwight are on the outside, or maybe you bring one of them in, but yeah. probably better for you to go three against two, so you can get w- them out in succession.
0: Yep. This yep. And- other than Cody,
1: not the strongest tribe.
0: No, this team may get beat up pretty quickly. Um, and for Justine, who turns out could make fire and it's pretty pretty the uh, events. So it's like this team definitely took a hit by losing Justine. But, but like I just said, if Cody Nika and Jesse stick together, then they'll last till the merge anyway. right? Or till the, whatever happens at point. Because yeah. um, Dwight, we see in the preview that Dwight is pissed at Jesse. And even says, he's like, I guess we're getting divorced or something like that because he wasn't, he didn't vote for the way he wanted, but at the same time, like Dwight, you don't have a fucking vote. Like you, Jesse gets to do what he wants and he chose that route. So
1: yeah, Dwight right, looks quite shocked and questioning of Jesse as to what happened. Doesn't look real yeah. pleased. Looks pretty, like you said, pretty, pretty pit, pissed about it. And
0: and also to Jesse's, Jesse's situation. Jesse comes from the streets, dude. Like Jesse's, Jesse's going <laughs> to, Jesse's already been in the, the jail uh, for being in the gang. Like, yeah. Dwight, that guy
1: dwight comes from high school <laughs> I mean,
0: exactly jesse everybody. will do what he has to do to stay alive as he's done before well you know dwight you're gonna go back to your academics when this is over so
1: <laughs> yeah All Right. And, and jesse is an academician he has oh he is. A PhD. Oh, absolutely absolutely no the guy pff, he's got multiple degrees he went to duke i think as well as uh dr lopez yeah dr lopez um yep. but uh really really nice second episode I'm, I'm thinking there's there's definitely some conflict sitting here there, there's still we still don't know a whole lot about the coco tribe because the coco tribe hasn't been the tribal yet and we haven't spent a lot of time at their camp yep uh anything else on survivor before we maybe check in on a couple other shows
0: um i think it's been a strong start so far uh I feel like we've got a good, a good cast. So, uh, yeah, no, enjoying it, especially now that Big Brother's gone, you know, somewhere to put that
1: energy. Yeah. Fantasy for reality, fantasynumer4reality.com is where Will is winning the Survivor League so far. His Prop's posse, 710 points, my Paralympian pet creator squad, pet cremator squad, six, 660 and 470 points for Kinney's yet to be named uh, team. I lost <laughs> I lost Justine this week off of my of my mostly all girl squad. I have six players, and Gabler is the only man on the team. Um, you have almost the exact opposite. Actually, you you're, you have the opposite. You have nothing but dudes on your team. Yeah. And, and then uh, Kenny is uh, more more on the balanced side of things. But uh, yeah, I I'm, I'm 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 interested to learn more about some of these people, particularly ones on the blue team: Cassidy, Lindsay, people that are on my team. Uh, high point person for the week uh was a lot of people the that the team that the two teams that that won were the ones that spit out the, the high point goals for the week uh it gets more interesting as the season goes along there's plenty of time if you want to play along with your friends survivor and bachelor in paradise both live on fantasy Four reality today so play along uh,
0: i like to bring up what's it's around fantasy for reality that the big brother game even though i ended up with two of the final three i still
1: lost <laughs> uh, on here do you, I won, really? You won? Oh, I thought I felt destined to lose. I no, you
0: and I, even though I had Turner and uh, Taylor, I lost.
1: It's it's really only because I had Michael, <laughs> and Michael put up so many points when he was still in the game. Michael scored a hundred and twenty-five points. And I think Monty scored 115.
0: No, you reverse reverse that. Rudy, Mike, Monty got 125. Michael got 115.
1: Okay, but those two, along with Taylor, were the high point people. Michael, yeah. Michael, really I, was the difference in the season. Which I mean, I, he he was the best player. Oh, Absolutely.
0: No, I had three high scores with uh, Mont Taylor Turner, and,
1: and surprisingly, Jasmine
0: had a bunch. Or Brittany, Brittany, sorry, Brittany had a bunch of points. So I had three three of the other top scorers outside of the two you named. So. Yeah.
1: Brittany, lo- longevity points for her for sure. Yeah. And I'm still still bummed we lost Nicole and Pooch so early in the thing. Those are people that I like. I know you liked Nicole as well. Yeah. Uh, let's shift the gears. Let's talk a little bit about Bravo. Uh, below deck or Salt Lake to start? Uh, let's go below deck. All right. Uh, so we are pretty deep into this below deck season. I have a question about Jason. Uh, Jason, yeah. who is the, the deckhand on the outs and the only American on the cast. Is that an accurate statement? I feel like it might be. I don't Captain think Sandy. No, uh, oh, other than <laughs> the only non non-captain uh, Amer- uh, person. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And correct. Largely like everything that's going on, but I want to talk about Jason because like, I don't understand why he's not getting along with others and others aren't getting along with him. Do you have any opinion? I mean, I, well, I
0: do feel like the deck crew are all kind of buddy buddy outside of him because Z and Courtney, yep, already knew each other. Then Z's best friend is Storm, so those try that's a trifecta there. Uh, I also feel like it's Jason. I think it's on him a lot on him. Like he just seems like a kind of a just kind of like a, a different vibe, and he's admitted it as such. But also, I think it's on him for not being friends with them because I feel like those three were probably pretty easy to get along with.
1: Yeah. I wonder if it, I think it might've been different for him if Reagan hadn't been there at the beginning of the season and the vibe might've been different. It, it may stem from like, Hey, storm was my colleague. Now he's my, yeah, my boss. Probably. And yep. I, I think that might be part of, but it just seemed, I'm like, why can't you get along? Like, dude, like you seem like an all right guy, but he just doesn't yep. seem to really want to get along either. Uh, I don't know. I no. th- that's one of my big takes. I can't quite figure out this Natalia and and Storm thing. Yeah. Has, I don't know if that has legs or not. And now, now, like the text messages from Natasha's boyfriend, I can't ever quite make yeah. sense of who's saying what. Her versus him, but he seems like an awful person. And why didn't she just tell him like, "Hey, like, stop texting me"? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, maybe well, you should maybe you should only talk <laughs> on the phone and not text. Yeah.
0: She texted it her sister at some point to tell the guy to fuck off for a while, but. <laughs>
1: Yep. Seems, seems, yeah, very, seems very unhealthy.
0: Also, you get back together with them after you're broken up only through text. Like, hey, we should talk about this when I get home. Instead of like, hey, let's get back together through text only. And you know I'm going to be gone for the next two months. Right. <laughs> right. Not exactly the best move, but it is what it is.
1: Yeah. So any anything else on, on that before shifting gears over to the... Um,
0: um uh, the season's I think has been fine. Uh you know, it's I think Storm I think Storm and Jane's situation is not gonna be any better, so that'll be interesting to watch. And uh I do find it funny that uh, uh Natasha is or Natalia which one is yeah, Natalia's in Storm's relationship. Uh Natalia turning on her, her interior crew to Captain Sandy was also kind of a, a shitty move, but also one that needed to be done, which I agree with. But uh we'll just see how that dynamic kind of plays out because I do like Kyle a lot. He's a lot of fun, but I also see that he and Tasha are just kind of like on their own. I feel like they were
1: they were almost like mean girling Natalia a little bit. Kinda,
0: she's just trying to do her job, and they're like, "Oh, whatever." Being this like whimsical, like, "Oh, whatever," we'll get to it later. Kind of attitude, which is interesting for both or Chiefs too. So, yeah, I feel like
1: she wants to do her job, and those two want to be friends, and 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 it can kind of put the the crap work on her, and then try to point a finger at her also, which. Which kind of sucks. Uh, real Housewives of Salt Lake City, real quick. We had the premiere this week. Yeah, Mary's Mary's finally gone off the cast for season three. Jenny, who only had one one cup of coffee last season, she's gone as well. After she, she had some problematic mm-hmm. stuff in the media, and 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 we we haven't added. We don't we don't have a new main cast person. It's only the five main cast people. There's three friends of uh, two yeah. of two of which we've had before. Angie and Angie, two Angies. Uh, huh. and then there's a new one, Dana, 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 B- 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 Negrete. Uh, but really the big star of the show. Well, was your guy, LSU guy, ba- yeah, baby, big, big, baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was shocked when His I was baby like, has a, uh, has grown. He's Oh grown. yeah. I, for, I was like, that guy looks kind of familiar. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's a big baby. He's a, he's yeah. allegedly friends with coach Shaw, which I was like, yeah. Coach Shaw coach at LSU at some point in time.
0: No, no. All the basketball, football—you know—difference. So, he uh, made, you know, maybe just vacations out in Salt Lake City. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know, fine first episode—you know, setting things up. You still see the Lisa and Meredith drama. Gotten over? They haven't gotten over it. Which you know, Meredith has a right to—you know—to feel this way. I think they're all justified there. But um you know, the whole gin situation—like, oh, I downgraded my sh- my shot squad, my house. Oh, blah, blah. But we're still gonna have this badass party at someone's house for my husband. You know, it's like, okay, great. But yeah. um, she's, she's still denying everything. She's still not guilty in her eyes. So okay.
1: why is like? I have a question and a statement. Um, <laughs> first, why is Coach Shaw still with Jen? Um, <laughs> se- second, I just looked up Coach Shaw, and I've looked him up plenty of times before, but I've never come across this fact. He's an attorney. He practiced law for twelve, yeah, here. For 12 years. He practiced law. Wow. He wow. he was a certified agent through the NFLPA, and. He he was also a sideline reporter for uh, a radio station, and and for a local television station. So he played he played at Utah, graduated ninety three, didn't start coaching until twenty twelve. So in between there, went to the law school, and practiced law for twelve years before becoming a coach in twenty twelve, where he's been now for ten years in three different roles uh, for the Utes. Wow. I mean, honestly, if you say this, I shouldn't be surprised. He's a very well spoken,
0: very thoughtful person. So, like, yeah. uh, you know, he's not your typical coach. That's the whole thing. Like,
1: very thoughtful, and everything yeah. he said. Like, she's she's crazy. Like, we all know yeah. that, right? And then, and he yeah. just kind of looks at her and is like, "Well, have you, have you looked at it this way?" Yeah, <laughs> um, honey. He was cutting a rug though this week uh, on on the show. It looked like as like, oh, Coach Charles cut cutting loose here a little bit. Although, yeah, that 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 must just be. That must be the locker room dance. I don't know. Uh, he, was, yeah. he was getting, <laughs> getting after it. Uh, yeah. Surprised. Not a lot happened here on the first episode. We got kind of some backstory. Uh, we it, we interested. We opened with those weird, like, like pre-pilot interviews, almost of these women, of like how yeah. they knew each other four or five years ago when they probably piloted this thing, and kind of we've come a long way from there. From Meredith and and Lisa being writer dies, from Whitney and uh, Heather being ride or die cousins yep. and, and kind of sitting in an interesting place where Jin Shaw is now hanging out with uh, Lisa. Yeah. Is it, or, wait, wait, is that who it was? No, Jen, no Meredith is hanging out no, with Jin Shaw, Meredith, yeah. which is bizarre since yeah. she was so upset with Jin Shaw for outing her son. And then, yep. and then you have Heather and, uh, Lisa hanging out. It's all very weird. It, it did. It yep. did look like they led us to believe that maybe Heather and Whitney were on the outside. Didn't seem to be the case. They were at each other's houses, and that yeah. That's, well, that, that, they definitely go for it. Uh, yeah. That speakeasy bar uh, at Whitney's house. Want one? Sign me up. Uh, retractable yeah. case. Yeah.
0: yeah, pretty cool. Um, no, the 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 Heather and Whitney thing is interesting because you see in the trailer for the rest of the season, like they go after each other pretty much the entire season. So of sucks but it was interesting that whitney like denounced mormonism because she doesn't want them watching and it's crazy like how how deeply rooted it is like she says they'll show up at your door no matter where you live because you're on, like they'll just change your license or whatever your your log to wherever you're at now to have people follow up with you i'm just like so bizarre so bizarre and i've been to i've been to salt lake city twice and i've walked by the big tabernacle in town and if you're not mormon it's and it's like this beautiful pristine building and it's like i'd love to see what's on the inside there but just crazy that this whole and it's a whole state that's right it's not just a city it's a whole state it's so so bizarre.
1: Yeah. if you're in uh like beverly hills west hollywood and you head uh west towards the beach there's a really large uh latter-day saints church there that's like takes up a massive piece of real estate in a very high real estate area uh where is this that's out in 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 la uh, between like oh, yeah, hills yeah. And, and, and the hills and in the in the west side but yeah the whole yeah. the, the i never i guess i've i've been to the airport in utah a few times never actually been to utah i would love to go to sundance at some point um so if anybody wants this to take fun. me i'm available uh um, i went i
0: went in 2009 or so six the film festival yeah to awesome. oh. I was there for uh three days sounds, very cool very sounds, cool i uh literally phenomenal. bumped into joint joey lauren adams oh and simone oh, fuck, who was she with she was with someone else because there's a ski lift that drops you off right in the middle of town and parker, just, like just, was she with
1: parker posey she was that's correct oh, okay. parker posey, that's correct oh my god what a yes uh yeah they're, they're like they, they became, 2006 they became best friends at, on days and computers.
0: Right. So they were there, they both had a movie or I think Parker Posey had a movie and whatever it was, but um, I'm literally standing on the street waiting to cross over and they had just gone off the ski lift and I just dropped off in the front, middle of town. I'm just standing there. And my cousin look over and it's like, Hey,
1: <laughs> and she still talks that way. I actually, I met her at the uh, 20th anniversary Daisy Confused screening and party. Uh, she was very nice. Parker was not there. Uh <laughs> Would love to go to Sundance, anyhow. Well, let's wrap up Salt Lake City. To mention earlier, I didn't. I didn't watch the finale of Southern Charm. Uh, maybe without spoiling it, uh, how did things go? Do were pleased with how we how we wrapped up the season? After? It had been an up and down season. It really started rough. I felt like it got better yeah. lit in the last probably five six weeks.
0: Um, it's it's still not over. There's one more episode. Oh, for, there's one more. Uh, how, there's one more. Uh, oh. You just see basically uh, them trying to figure out if Kathy really lost her mind at this club in Aspen. Uh turns out Renna could be oh, making oh, it up.
1: You're talking about a different show.
0: I, I was talking about oh, Southern no, Beverly
1: Charm. Hills. Oh Southern Charm. Sorry. Oh
0: sorry. I, for some reason I was I heard Beverly Hills. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, was, I, I I Southern kinda quit, Charm. i kinda Southern.
1: quit Beverly Hills. I'd let like fifteen of them pile up on the D V R.
0: Yeah. Uh so Beverly Hills got one more episode. It's okay. Um Kathy Holton might be crazy or Rena's an asshole. Or both. I don't know. Um probably both. But <laughs> probably both. Southern Charm right, right Southern Charm ended um, it was probably one of the more interesting episodes of the season because the whole as the whole of the season was kind of shitty, but it ended with Craig looking like a complete baby. and I'm not sure I'm sure like some other stuff going on uh' cause he and uh, Leva get into it at his party day throws his for his company party, and he fucks over Naomi at the party and for, again, for like no valid reason outside of Craig just being bitter against Naomi, even though Paige is okay with Naomi I mean, and kind of this- friendly.
1: This is the episode where Leva's like, no, I just talked to the the real people that run your company, not you. Exactly.
0: That's what happens? Exactly. That,
1: that is a low blow. I mean, obviously, like he can't run that company on his own. Um, he doesn't know how to run a business. He had a hard enough time finishing his law degree for the for eight years. Uh I'm curious that I, I had thought all along, remember us hearing months ago that someone got kicked off a of winter house? Yeah. And we had kind of thought based on, it, it was, was like, it was Austin. I, I've got a new lens on who it is. I don't know this for a fact. I just kind of thought of it the other day when, when summer house and things were being discussed and when actually it was when winter, the winter house trailer was being reviewed on Crappens. Uh, and, they, and they were talking about, no, not correct. They were, they were talking about Luke no longer being on summer house going forward. Mm. And I was like, I bet it's him that gets kicked off of there. Because the, when the person got kicked off, they were—I think there were references like notorious or serial F boy—and I'm wondering if Fair. it's Luke. And because Fair. Austin wouldn't—if if Austin was in hot water with Bravo, he wouldn't be on Watch What Happens Live all the time. Uh, yeah, he, he and Craig are there once a month. Uh, they're like on the speed dial of we need a guest, and I—I I just feel like. I've, I've, I've rethought that Austin being the answer to that. And it looks like Lindsay and Carl are not on the main cast of that, but do do pop in from time to time along with the Toms.
0: No, for sure. Uh, definitely. I, honestly, some, somebody said it might've been Craig that get kicked off. I don't know if it's just like throwing it out there or whatever, but, um, yeah, this episode was like is also at the end. I'm just kind of like laughing at it because he and Leva are getting into it, but like Leva love telling his actually sitting at a, went to the table where her his staff is, and she's like, "I would not allow him to do so, say these things," and like, "I would not run this," and like, that's kind of a shitty thing to do. It is a shitty thing, Not kind of it is a shitty thing to do. But the way Craig handled this whole party was it was kind of just really Craig, very Craig, and it's like, man, like this didn't have to go down like this. Craig, so, Craig, yeah. So, but it was entertaining at least. Uh you do see, you do see a uh, nice little bow tie for, or uh, a bow tie, a little uh, bow that is tied for um, uh, Shep and uh, Taylor at the end of the episode. So I won't give it away what happens, but
1: it's all happening. But I, yeah. so I guess we get when, a reunion. When do, yeah, reunion there. I was thinking Winterhouse. Winterhouse aired in January last year. I, I think. Or actually, maybe that was... No, that's that's usually when Summer House airs, right? I'm trying to remember when, when Winter House aired last year. Was was it around this time? Because I think that's coming soon. Oh, wait, here we go. On June 28th last year, Luke confirmed he was fired from the series following the production of Winter House Season 2. Wow. Andrea Denver and Alec Walk were also confirmed to not be returning for Summer House at the time. Uh, so, which we, we presumably just finished filming a season of Summer House... Uh, and I'm, I'm guessing Winterhouse is probably coming pretty soon if we already got a trailer. So, anyhow, something to look forward to. Um, we are right, uh, actually, past time for when we wanted to wrap up the pod. Any final thoughts on uh, on Bravo before we get out of here? Nope. Um, the hits keep on coming.
0: So summer summer charm wraps up, but uh, you know, Salt Lake City's starting up. So that's how we trade them out.
1: And then we get, like I said earlier, uh, here in the the first part of October, we get the challenge back, which will be nice. I, I it's nice. It's been a way. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in want for the challenge.
0: Yep, there you go. Outside of that, you can follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod, like the After Reality TV Podcast on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at After Reality Podcast, subscribe where you download them, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, or Stitcher, and check out our website afterrealitypodcast.com. You can find me at Over
1: 45 on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on the Twitter at SpencerKitley, that's all one word, or at Fantasy4Reality on both Instagram and Twitter. And until we chat again, we remind you, this tribe spoken.